to reach it because only you can reach the depths of souls father thank you for your everlasting love nothing else can fill this soul nothing else can reach it except your love it's only your love that is capable of reaching the souls thank you thank you father for reaching out to us father we don't love you for you first loved us thank you for your love thank you for your everlasting love thank you father we appreciate you we thank you. Father, we, we pray tonight that as we fellowship in your word, that you would break your bread, even yes. in our midst, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray tonight that every heart, even hearing tonight, will be baptized into your love tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the, the speakings of your spirit. Thank you for the operation of your spirit, which you are causing to arise around each and every one of us. Thank you for the blessing which you have brought to us, that we might partake of our eternal blessing. Father, we say thank you. Father, we ask tonight that you would release utterance, even for to speak your word tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray tonight that you will anoint my lips, even as a tongue of a ready writer, to speak your word in the name of Jesus. Father, baptize us all afresh in your love, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We appreciate you. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed and worshipped. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. We all welcome you tonight. Amen. Just say, just take a moment to just say hi to your neighbor. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, how many of us are happy to be here tonight? Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, hmm. Father, Father, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. No, I'm smiling because I'm looking at the Bible. I'm looking for where to where to start. Amen. I guess we'll just flow. Um, there's so much that has been said in the spirit. Amen. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
and, and I know for sure there's enough that has been imparted in our soul. Um, what has been imparted is not something we, we can exhaust and it's not something we can escape. Uh, however, that is if we are diligent uh, to begin to fellowship with the thing that is beginning to come into our souls. Amen. Um, one thing I'm just sensing in my heart is uh, there's just so much blessing that heaven is giving to us in this time. Uh, and also, uh, there is there's so much access uh, into the love of God. Amen. Uh, you know, love of, the love of God is not something uh, you can actually lay hold on and define. The love of God is not something like we, you know, you know if you want to demonstrate, you can define, oh, what's love? You know, sh- you know share, showing kindness to your neighbor and all those things. You know, the, what we are limited to is the definition of God's love that we know carnally. Um, there is the actual mm. definition of love is mm. actually a mystery. Mm. Love is a mystery mm. wow. because you don't know love until love has been revealed to you. Okay. And and this is what is interesting. Do you know that love is a knowledge yeah. that has to be imparted in the soul? Mm. It's a knowledge. Love itself is a what? Is in knowledge. Love is knowledge. Fenihardnost mm. um mind. Hmm? Do you know that nobody knows knows love? Because I say it's a knowledge. Nobody knows love. Mm. Why? Because the knowledge of love is what is missing. Mm. Amen. Yeah. The reason why we've not been able to fully grasp God is because that knowledge is far. It's far. Mm. It's far. Amen. Amen. And you know knowledge, like I said earlier, knowledge is not, is not just something you can just, just come know. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Hmm? Mm-hmm. It's actually an impartation in the soul. Mm-hmm. If the love is not imparted for the soul to know it, mm-hmm. you won't really know what God's love is. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Nobody, gather all this, gather everybody together that is showing and sharing love everywhere. Hmm? Even us Christians that say we want to share the love of Christ, you know, to some to some degree, that's just because the reason we are even doing that is because there, there's a level of consciousness of uh, responsibility that men have come into that has given them access to such a love. Amen. Amen. And this is how you even know that the, the, the depth of love is far too far to comprehend. It's a depth, it's a depth of knowledge. Amen. Yeah. So it's a depth of knowledge. It's a depth of knowledge which it that actually passes. Yeah? It's a knowledge that passes understanding. Mm? It passes understanding. It passes knowledge. Mm. Amen. And knowledge is given in, 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 in spheres. Mm. Knowledge is given what? In spheres. We come into spheres of knowledge gradually. Mm. 
The reason is because the, the love of God is kept in wisdom. Amen. That, now, God now heed that wisdom. And that wisdom is also a manifold wisdom. Manifold means manifold. Amen. It's manifold. So, God, God, no, we're saying God is hidden. God is hidden. Means God is actually a knowledge that is missing. The moment you can comprehend God, mm. and that's the moment you comprehend love. Oh, right? Sure. So the moment you can comprehend, you can grasp it, mm. that's, the moment, that's when you can actually inherit God. Mm. So the reason why we can't actually hold God or handle God right now or get God or gain God is because we can't, we can't understand who God is. We can't understand God's love. Amen. Amen. And I'm using the word God's love as if it's something that God himself is. When I say God's love, that's God himself. Amen. You know we refer to God as God's, oh, ah, that's God's kind of love. But God himself is love. Amen. Amen. And that is, that is what was missing. Love needs to be comprehended. You need to comprehend love, to understand, to come into the not to actually grasp God. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the time when we are talking about God, you know, we, we see the powerful God, the mighty God, but we just see love as something that comes out of Him. Mm-hmm. The way our understanding is set is we just understand okay God's love towards us. But the love of God that is actually coming towards us is actually coming from a place. That one that is proceeding out is coming from a place and that is inside God, God himself, the essence. Many, 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 many loves. Many, many, many loves. Many loves, many, many loves, many, many, many loves, 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 loves. For my face is an ocean of love. Passino, Casta. Yes, Lord. Pacific Italia, Cascalia, Tofita, Tofilia, Tafilia, Fulfilia, Filafilia, Fulfilia, Filfil, Filin, Filin, Feeling heights of love. Heights, heights, heights of love. Heights of love. Feeling it. Feeling it. Oh, Father, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Ah. 
the we are beginning to come into a, a season where heaven will begin to open our awareness to the knowledge of love. Amen. Now, you know, this knowledge is what will now begin to bear fruit to give us expressions of love. And what I mean by that is it is from that depth of love that our expression of love will begin to flow from. Amen. The, the love of God, uh, why, why do I keep using love of God? Sorry, sorry, that's, that's, that's actually a limitation in my mind too. Because mm-hmm. eh? like I said earlier, we are all used to the love of God. Mm-hmm. But there, the, the, the understanding in the heart that should dawn is when you say love, you should be seeing God. Not just the love of God. The love of God is lower than love. Because the love of God is not the original content. It's not the original. It's a flow. Amen. Now when a flow comes from something, although it can carry the original content of the source, but it's not, it's not as strong as the source. Amen. Why? You notice when everybody is chasing COVID, they were trying, in order to be able to deal with it, all they were looking, they were looking for the source. Where did it come from? Although they, 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 can, they, can, they can see the effect in every, everyone that is infected, but in order to actually, actually deal with it, they need to understand the source. Why? Because if they don't understand it, that means that love can still keep spreading. So I would say love. That, that COVID... <laughs> That COVID, that COVID is also a kind of love, actually. Mm-hmm. Eh? It's a kind of love that is spreading. Well, if you, if you check it, it actually, it actually transfers by love. Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> you know, when you're in front of somebody, you're talking. Eh? You know, that's a, that's a form of love expression. Yeah. Eh? You know, when you're talking to somebody, that means you must have some form of, uh, you know, cordial relationship. Oh, communication going on. You know, communication is actually an expression of love. So when, when you talk, talk, then the droplets fly out and then the other person partake of the person's love. So it's like, you know, what is, that, what is it that droplet? It's actually spit. Eh? So to, to let you know that it is love, is when this, you know, sometimes when somebody is talking to you and then the droplet just fly and then maybe touch one, <laughs> touch, touch one, one point on your face, you will feel it, you'll be like, ah! And then if you, if you didn't want to study, well, you're not going to be, oh, yeah, yeah. What, what are you doing? You are, you are, you are, you are displaying love. <laughs> because you don't want to say, ah, ah, why are you showering me with spits? <laughs> Amen. Eh? That's, an, that's also an expression of love. Amen. And then when you hug the person, hmm, you can still transfer. Eh? Because so, some particle that is on you can come on to the next person. Right? So if you shake hand and then the person's hand is already infected, that's how you... See, all those things are actually experience of love. Mm-hmm. Even Satan knows that, that uh, ride. Mm-hmm. So he rides on it. Mm-hmm. Eh? Mm-hmm. He knows how. You know, there are different expressions of love. Mm-hmm. Eh? Like I said, like, even the, 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 the hugging, the shaking, where did it come from? It came from a knowledge. 
Who taught us to shake? Who taught us to hug? Those are actually uh, love language that men have learned over the years. But that thing came from somewhere. It also came from a kind of love. I'm not saying Satan. It came from a kind of love, a kind of a knowledge of love. So if you really see, no, no life can exist without love. No life can what? No life can exist without love. For life to exist, love must be present. Because love is actually what runs the soul. Amen. Love is what actually runs the soul. And love is an eternal property. Isn't it? Is eternal. Why? If God is eternal, eh? who has immortality that dwells in life, if God is, no God is not limited by time, space, is timeless, means eternal, is eternal. Which means if, if it's eternal, then love itself must be eternal. Amen. That's why they needed to create a soul that can contain something that vast. Amen. Paul Cohen, what the soul was actually intended to carry is love. Mm. Mm? That's what the soul can carry. The, it, the, only, the, only, the only flow or the only property on earth, well, I'm not using the word property, but that's not what I mean to say. It's lower than what I'm trying to use to explain it. Is the, is the, only, the, the only thing that can actually handle love is soul. Amen. They need to make soul flexible. As flexible as love. Mm. As flexible as eternity. Mm. So that when you begin to expand the soul, begin to drag the soul in, in dimensions of love, it can actually follow. Mm. Mm? Mm. It can. The only thing that can understand love as death is the soul. Mm? For your love is as, is as death. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Imagine, just imagine dying. Natural, just imagine that. Love, is love, can, is love can be that strong. Love is as strong as death. That kind of love that is strong as death it's not what anybody on earth now. Maybe there's somebody somewhere, I don't know. But if you check it, for that person to understand it, you must already be God. Because it's only God that actually carry that. Why? You know that thing Christ did? It's actually to display it. For your love is as strong as death. That's the only thing that can handle the cross. If that is not present, ah, the moment they are about to lay Christ on the cross, they just say, ah, me that I have legions of angels. I beg, I am not going on that cross. Cross, turn to toothpick. Just carry toothpick. All the soldiers, all of you, walk away. And they all walk away. Finish. Or maybe you didn't want to even display that. They'll just try to lay hold on him. They'll just not see him again. Mm. You, know, you, know, you, know the first, you know when they got Jesus was not when they had been trying to get him. Mm. 
Yeah? That's, not the, that's not the first time. And there are times they want to grab him. They could not lay hand. They could just not. They could not lay hand on him. Eh? You know, it's all. It's all very as if. How many of you have, have seen? You know, uh, this this thing called is a warrior or something. It's a movie. Eh? She can she can teleport. Okay, so that movie is a very funny one. So what happened is, she had uh, a halo. An angel halo, that's what they call it. An angel, angel's halo. You know that thing that shines on angel? You know that, that thing? I don't know. Babe, please, have you seen an angel with halo before? Because she, she sees them. So I'm wondering, have you seen one before? No. Okay. Because I don't know, I don't even know where that knowledge came from. Where it's say angel with halo. And uh, maybe somebody has seen angels. I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say, but me personally, I've not also picked an angel with halo. So I don't know where the halo is true. But anyways... So, in the story, basically, an angel came and gave his halo to someone. And the person, it's all different, different truth to that story. But anyways, the summary is, the person had an halo. Mm-hmm. And then with, the, with that halo, they can see into the realm of the spirit. They can see demons, fight them, you know, deal with them and all that. And then they pass on the halo onto generation. There was one girl that didn't even care that died with a broken knee, and then some, they, something happened, they, they just had to keep the halo inside her, but she was, she was dead. And then the halo resurrected her. Mm. And then, so she began to use the power. So one of the power is that she can walk through, she can pass through walls. So that's one of the, the, the ability. Yeah? And then she can, she can move walls. Uh, what else? And many other things. So when they are beating her with things, things can pass through her. Yeah? Those are the that, those are abilities. I'll just say maybe maybe when they are trying to get Jesus to when they when they lay hands, then their hands will just pass through him. <laughs> and, and just like they were beating when they want to hit the girl with something, they will just pass through her. She's like, yeah, interesting, right? Maybe when they want to lay hand on Jesus, the hand will just. But they've been trying to get him, they couldn't. So maybe maybe at the cross, maybe they would have just tried to like, ah, Father, sorry. You know, the gift of God is that repentance. Mm-hmm. And he said, Father, sorry, please. Maybe, maybe we'll redo this sin again, but let me quickly go first. Amen. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was just one of, one of those things. But he didn't do that. Instead, he decided to end on the cross. The only, uh, there's one rejoiner's book that uh, in that book, they're saying there's a, when he got to the division, so when there was a, he entered into a mountain, and then there were many rooms. In one of the rooms, upon the door, there was a pearl. So when he grabbed the pearl, then he was now seeing the cross. He could not hold on to that pearl for long. He had to leave it. And the angel now began to say to him, to, to him that, because he, he has been holding other pearls for long, and then see, seeing the treasure inside each of those pearls. And then this one he could not. The angel now told him, say, ah, say this one. Said you can't fin- you can't finish the treasure inside. Say why? Said because it's only Christ the Son that can finish it. Mm-hmm. Say it's only Him that you, you won't be able to withstand the pain because inside that inside that pair there was pain. There was the the suffering of Christ was inside that pair. So when he lay hands on it, he he could not fin- look at it to the end. He had to drop it. Mm-hmm. Which that's the only kind of so that, that, that suffering is also a kind of love yes. if you don't have a kind of love that is as strong as death you can't finish the course of that suffering 
Amen. Amen. So which means we also we are going through different suffering. Ah, thank God we all we all we all listen to the commentary. Mm-hmm. And then they define suffering for us. Mm-hmm. So when I'm saying suffering, so that it's not it's not it's not that they did not give you food to eat. Hmm? Amen. Mm-hmm. So there's a there's a suffering that accompanied Christ. That thing is only Christ yes. alone. And Christ needed a kind of love in order to actually finish it. Which means, by the time Christ has journeyed to the cross, Christ has actually journeyed to a love. Enough to handle the cross. If not, you won't be able to finish it. Amen. Amen. The love of God, that, that the, the only property, the only thing that can understand that is the soul. Because it's only the soul that can withstand the dealings of or the, the communication of that love that is as strong as death. No other, if, no other intelligence on earth can actually pass through that knowledge. You know, to, to come into a love that is as strong as death, you have to actually come into a knowledge. Because knowledge has to be given. Amen. Amen. Like I said, and love is in manifolds. It's manifold. It's kept in wisdom. Right? Because the, without wisdom, you can't find the definition of love. The, without wisdom, you can never find knowledge. Amen. Amen. Without wisdom, you can never what? Find knowledge. Which means, if you are to be exposed to knowledge... We need to find wisdom. Which means God uses wisdom to communicate the knowledge of his love. Amen. So, when you say manifold wisdom, open, let's quickly open Ephesians chapter, chapter 3. So that we have uh, an idea from where I'm speaking from. Amen. So Ephesians chapter 3, verse, let me read from verse, <clears throat> what is it, chapter 4, it's not 4, it's 3, sorry, Ephesians 3. Hmm? Uh, not that one. Uh, that's where I'm going. But we're going to read. We are, maybe we should even actually read everything safe. Amen. So we we'll go to chapter 3. Say, so for this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner, chapter 3, verse 1. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given me to, to you, word. How that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. As I wrote afore in few words, whereby ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. And you notice earlier I mentioned that love is a mystery. Mystery. Love is what? Is a mystery. So when Paul was saying the mystery of Christ... Mm -hmm. What is actually talk, referring to is the is to reveal Christ's love. But 
Paul really, 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 really is, is, didn't really teach love like that. What Paul taught was fate, mm. the fate of the son. Mm. But Paul knew more than that. Now, the per- if, if you want to check it, the person that now began to move into the next dimension of that was John. Then if you go to Fort John, you see that John now began to talk about love. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called. Say, behold, what manner. Mm-hmm. See, that manner there is a kind of love. Say, behold, what manner. That manner of love is actually God's kind of love. It's actually God. It's God's love. So, behold, what manner of love. So, when you hear what manner, means it's actually a mystery love. So, behold, what manner of love. It's not saying, ah, behold, a kind of love. Say, behold, what manner? Meaning, that love is actually a mystery. Hmm? So, behold, behold, look, what manner of love? Is, is, this, is this making sense? Mm-hmm. The reason why I'm saying this is, you know, when you begin to talk about these things, sometimes you might, you might, you might see, ah, what are we talking about? What are we? It's heaven that is teaching it. Amen. So if you have, if, you know, something's not clear, please just say hi, please, please, that part, can you explain it again? Hmm? Amen. Amen. She said, behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed. Hmm? Let me open it so that, because someone let me open it, I read it. First John chapter 2, verse 1. Is it chapter 2, verse 1? Or is it 3? Is it that 2 or 3? Verse 1. 3? Okay, please let me read it. Behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us, mm-hmm. that we should be called the sons of God. That we should be called the sons of God. So that tells me that it's even this kind of love that can produce sons. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. That we should be called sons of God. It means there's a kind of love that can what produce sons. This love was actually that that God love was actually given to Christ. That is why Christ can also now produce many sons. Because as many that can learn the life of Christ, they'll come into the love of Christ. By the time you are getting to the love of Christ, you are actually being born. So you are being, you are begotten. You are what? You are begotten. You know, I mentioned earlier that before we are not, we are not, we are children of God. We are not children by 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 birth. We are children by adoption. And then we begin to journey into a point where now we begin to get into. What now begins to birth us into a son by blood. And blood needed to be involved in order to get you to be born a son by blood. Is that clear? So blood needs to be involved to get you born to be a son by blood. When you say a son by blood, it means it's me that gave birth to you. You're my son by adoption. That means my blood is not running in you, but you are my son. 
But if you are my son by blood, it means my blood is running in you. Right? Because I gave birth to you. I don't know many of us that, you know, this saying that the Bible used to say, that I'm the one that, meaning I'm the one that pour blood on your face. That just means that, you know, when the baby is being born, right, they come with blood, mm-hmm. and then there's blood all over them, right, and even their face is covered with blood. That's just what I say. See, I'm the one that, meaning I gave birth to you. Right? So, so, so when you're, you now understand, when they're talking about, this is it that came by water and by blood. Not by water only, feel I announced mm-hmm. but by water and by blood. Mm-hmm. What that really means is that when, when they are talking about that, they are talking about the death process that is going on. Mm-hmm. And this is you notice that in this book of John, John also mentioned it, chapter five. Uh, let me quickly read. Uh, if I can read it quickly. I was wondering, why am I not seeing it? I'm reading Timothy. I'm like, what's going on? Something is not right here. Amen. First John chapter Verse 5. So who is the, he that overcometh the world, but he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God? Verse 6. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ. Not by water only, but by water and blood. So when they are talking about that, I'm not going to talk too much about that because that's not what I'm focusing on today. But when, they are, when John is referring that, they are actually talking about a, a birth process. Christ also came by water and by blood. Which means that when you are learning Christ, right, you have to learn those two sides of Christ. The water of Christ and the blood of Christ. Right? So what that means is you begin to deal with water, which deals with washing. And then you be, that washing will result in a birth. But you're not done. Then you not begin to deal with blood. Then when you're not beginning to deal with blood, the blood also will result in a birth. So the first birth you come into is that you begin to learn the birthing by the water. Right? Now, this water is one we'll be referring to as washing of the water by the word. Because everything is actually in word dimension. Amen. Amen. Is it clear? Everything is in what? In word dimension. How they are going, when I say word, you know what that means? Word means speaking, sayings. Right? And when you talk about sayings, it has to do with the speaking of knowledge. Right? So when speaking, if speaking doesn't take place, if word doesn't come forth, you can't have access or knowledge to Christ's love. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. So which means for you to be born by water, speaking has to take place. 
For you to be born by blood, speaking has to take place. It just means there are different kinds of word, of speakings, or of sayings, which means they are different kind of knowledge. Because what heaven is speaking, what they really want to teach you is knowledge. Because they want to make you know. Trust me, heaven, heaven, they are busy, they are busy, you know, with eating biscuit and bread. Eh? Bread is not their problem. When we're asking for bread, they'll be wondering, ah, what's wrong with these people? Okay, sure, take. Do you know that bread is foreign to, it's like, it's foreign to them. So they needed, so when, when they are even giving us bread, go, ah, okay. Why? They will prefer, because they all have bread, they will prefer to give you their own kind of bread than to give you the carnal bread. And the reason for that is what they have is not carnal, it's spiritual. So to give you what is lower to them, like me as an angel, even the lowest one, I pass this one. You are looking for a house. I'm a house. Why? When the angel says, ah, you are looking for a car. I'm a car. Eh? Why? No car can run as fast as an angel. An angel doesn't even need to run. Their spirit. Mm. Mm? I mean, I was, I'm forgetting. Ah, where's that story? Please, please, please. Remember where in the, it was in the Old Testament where they were fighting one dead. The angel came in a split second. All the, all the, all the soldiers were dead. Who can remember the story, please? Who remembered? Nobody. Hi, is it is it Gideon? Amalekite, yeah, and so they, by the time all of the the, the all, all the, imagine a few soldiers again, hosts of soldiers were gone in split second, and that to that to tell you how far they don't they are not even they are they are spirit they are made of of heavenly f- 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 fabric, no heavenly fabric is spirit, so it's a heavenly fabric. It has some form of eternity eh? measure. It's a measure. So that's why when an angel comes into this realm, they actually slow down. They are slowed. They need to reduce their speed, dampen their speed very, 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 very low for you to see them. Eh? But if you have to if you have to see them in the spirit, what they will do, they will quicken you. You can't run at your speed and see them. It's not possible. Which, if they have to come here, they have to slow down. If you have to see them in the realm of the spirit, they have to quicken you. Because the realm of the, the, realm of the spirit is fast. Is what? Speed. It's faster than the speed of light. So that is why their own frequency is too high. That's why a natural mind can't grasp it. Because the natural mind is, is too slow. It's too what? Slow. Too slow. They are fast. So whenever you are picking spiritual signals, what they're actually doing to you is that they are quickening you. So quickening is taking place. And quickening is what the soul enjoys. Soul enjoys being quickened. Actually, the soul was designed to live in, an, in a quickened environment. It's the it's sin that slowed man down. 
And sin is, continue, is, is continuously slowing souls. Why? Because you want to get souls to get to a heart. Once the soul stops, that's what, the, that's what we call death. Because the soul is actually designed to be moving. The soul must be moving. That is why you notice each time, either you are not serving God, something will be moving you too. Okay, if I'm not giving myself and exercising myself in God's things, then something else will, I will give my brain to it. And that one will quicken you. There are all kinds of quickening in this world. Amen. Praise God. So they need to quicken you to see them in the realm of the spirit. Amen. Let me quickly jump back to uh, where I'm coming from. So that is why they, they need to speak. When they speak, they give you knowledge. right? So knowledge is what communicates God's love. But knowledge also is in dimensions. Amen. So let me now, I've, I've spoken about this, right? I've spoken about water and blood and being birthed. Now, all this being birthed, being, like to be, being birthed, right, is actually also what uh, happens when you are baptized. Amen. Baptism is to make you born. Amen. The giving of knowledge is actually a process of baptism. Amen. The giving of knowledge is a process of baptism. Which means you will be baptized and baptized and baptized and baptized until you are fully baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. See that baptism is actually a baptism of love. Yes, sir. See, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Where you start from is you will be baptized in the name of the Holy Ghost. The, the baptism of the name of the Holy Ghost starts when you begin to deal with the spirit of yes. truth. Say truth. truth. Truth is what reveals knowledge, wisdom. It's wisdom. Hmm? Truth. When you say truth, truth is actually an embodiment of a knowledge. When you say truth, the, the word truth is knowledge is knowledge gathered. Right? So that's truth. So when you begin to deal with the spirit of truth, then the spirit of truth will now begin to open you up to the world of knowledge. So when I say knowledge, like I said, you can't talk about knowledge without wisdom. Like, like the two go in pairs. Ephesians 1. Hmm? Praise God. The two go in pairs. You need access to knowledge. The knowledge begins to open you up to wisdom. Amen. So when knowledge begins to open you up to wisdom, then you start unfolding wisdom. What you start unfolding is the manifold wisdom of God. That manifold wisdom of God is where God's love is kept. Isn't it? 
Inside the manifold wisdom, God's love is kept inside because the way they would make you come into love is you must know it. That's the revealing of God's love eh, into knowledge is what we call faith. Hmm? Because that faith is the revealing of a life. Right? And then when the life is being revealed, then you begin to do faith. And because the reason for faith is that faith must end in love. That's why you notice that the criteria they used to uh, mention the Ephesian church, the Colossian church, is that I have seen your love and faith towards the saint. Because love and faith, they, they are pairs, they go. When you see love, when you see faith, love is ahead. When you see faith, love is ahead. When you see faith, love is ahead. And that's the yardstick that we journey with in the spirit. That's the yardstick. So each time we come into some measures of love and faith, mm. they will begin to come into the dealings of that knowledge. And then men begin to use it for profit and for bearing fruit. And the first, there is no level in the spirit that is without faith and love. Mm. Why? Because the moment you get born again, there is an access into faith and love. And that's why we begin to learn faith towards God. And then we begin to learn love in a way whereby we, our conscience begins to prick us when we hurt our brethren, all those things. That's still a level of learning of love. But they are in manifolds. It's in all together. It's a mystery. And the highest mystery or the end of the mystery is, the, is called God. Because God is love. So that mystery is love. Hi. As I'm just, all I'm just saying is that love, it, love is a mystery. Honestly, as I'm seeing it, I can see how far my brain hmm, can't comprehend it. I'm seeing how far, let me leave brain, even my soul. And I'm trying to comprehend, and I, and I see how far I am from knowing God. Kai, because this love is what we call one manner. Yes. Hmm? One manner, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't lay hold on it. I can't, I can't pick it. What manner of love is this? It's a, it's a manner. And until the revelation of it is brought to you, you, can never, you yes. can never know it. You can't taste it. It has to be made known. It has to be made known. So all of us, eh, as we've been joining, you know we have been talking about God's love, you know, love of Christ. Let's share. Ah! Thank God we are even doing that. We praise God. And that's not as if it's bad. We thank God for that. Because without that, we can't get to the end. And we thank God for that. I'm just saying that the journey is far. And I'm beginning to see how that the utterance of love is beginning to come forth. The definition of God is beginning to come forth from the most holy. Why? What they are going to do is they are going to begin to impact souls, hearts, who begin to come into baptism of love. Amen. Then we'll not notice that our desire, our heart, will begin to hunger and thirst for righteousness. There's a kind of love that can make a soul hunger and test for righteousness. There's a kind. You know, normally we say there are those that hunger and test for righteousness for Desha. There's, there's something that can actually cause a soul to hunger and thirst for righteousness. It's love. You won't be able to hunger 
and thirst for righteousness when you are not tasting some kind of love. Mm. No, God needs to... See, God, God is too far. Then he needs to now begin to connect us in different realms. So the love of God extended from the most holy into the holy place and from the holy place outward. Because there has to be a connect from every point of the tabernacle, even outside. Why? You know, the kind of love, for God so loved the world, that for God so loved, is not a love in any of the kingdom realm. It's actually a love outside. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. Although that love is coming from the most holy, inside God, but extended outward, then it's displayed or made manifest to the world. Amen. Amen. So there's a kind of love made manifest to the world, but that's, that kind of love is not the love that the sons rely on. Mm. Spirits don't rely on that. When I say spirits, spiritually minded souls, they don't rely on that kind of love because they know there's more. Ah, the way you now begin to go from outside the world, you begin to move into the kingdom, they begin to learn a different kind of love. Oh, Amen. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom is a journey. I know I don't know, and I've not talked much about kingdom, but I think this this is also okay. It's not too, it's not too, it's not too vast, it's not too big, it's not too strange. I'm looking at time too. When you talk about kingdom, 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 inside the kingdom, there's a, they practice love there, but the love they practice there is different from the love practiced outside the kingdom. And we can have children of God outside the kingdom, but they are children of God, but they are not in the kingdom. And they are okay. Isn't it? Now that is why for you to enter the kingdom, something needs to happen to you first so that your heart can be set on the kingdom. Going to heaven is not hard set on the kingdom. Getting many souls born again is not even hard set on the kingdom. I'm not saying any of those things bad though. I'm just saying all those activities, they are good, but it's not actually a heart set on the kingdom. You are working for the kingdom, fine, but your heart is not set on the kingdom. Because there's, you know, there's a way men can, oh, let's get many souls born again, they will get many souls born again, they will be okay. Ah, the Lord has given the ministry, evangelism ministry to get many souls. That's good. That's not bad. There's nothing wrong with that. That is awesome. God is God gave many people that work, but that itself is an actual out. It's it, it's 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 not a calling. Hmm. Let me use that word. It's not a word. It's not a calling. Abi, it's not a calling. Not the way we see calling is different. God called me to go and preach to many people. Mm-hmm. God called me mm-hmm. to go and get many people born again. I'm called as an evangelist. Ah, God, did God call you? God called me. You know, there's all that, and I'm, and that is true, but that is not calling. It's calling, but that is not calling. Amen. There's a different kind of calling. That calling is a calling to love, and that calling is. Actually, a calling from the most holy extended out. They need to sound it. Mm. Different, different. Uh, you have to travel through different mediums. Mm. 
from the most holy, they need to sound. You, I don't because of time. I don't want to read too much. But in the book of Revelation, you notice then after they opened this, then an angel came out of the holy place with trumpet. You know, all those things they are mediums of sounding the calling. So God is speaking, Christ is speaking. Then they began to sound the alarm. Trumpets begin to sound. Eh? Then men outside will begin to hear. So there's a calling. It's called the hope of your calling. Hmm? It's the hope of his calling. Amen. Amen. We don't have time. Hmm? One hour has gone, self. But God will help us. I'll try and I'm trying to rush it up as, as as best as I can. Amen. Amen. There's a there's a hope of your calling. Mm. Is a, a calling to be born. Yes, sir. Is a calling to mm. begin to see. Mm. After the, the you begin to, when you first start when you start hearing the calling, what it will begin to do to you is you begin to make you see. Mm. Then after a while the calling will change. The calling will begin to give you entrance mm. into the kingdom. Then the calling will continue and then it will cause you to journey further. Mm. Then at the end of the calling, by the time you trace the voice to the end, mm. you'll be seeing the throne. Mm. Because the voice is actually coming from the throne. Mm. Because there's someone that is sitting on the throne that is speaking. Mm. Amen. So there's something on the, someone on the throne that is speaking. So by the time, so all those things is they are trying to make you start tracing the voice. Mm. I'm calling you, come. Mm. Everybody will hear that coming, that calling differently. Mm-hmm. Because depending on where you are, what you'll be hearing will be different. Mm. Amen. Mm. When you are outside in the world and you are dealing with the forgotten love, the word love, that aspect. You won't, you, won't, you won't hear see the kingdom. You won't hear that. Then after you have been faithful in that love and that love, because that love actually has a faith. So each time we're talking about that, that love has a faith. That faith means it's the work. It's called the faith work. It has a work. That work will end in the love. Right? So when you have fulfilled that work, then you're not journey to a point where you now begin. You know why? Because you are found. Eh? We are far. Because we are far, what we are hearing is different. Because as the voice travels, it's ministering different things. So when you, when you, when you are in the world and you are beginning to journey out of the world, then you journey to a point where you now begin to hear see, see, see. All you'll be hearing is see, see. Then that's when you now realize there's a kingdom. Ah! There's a kingdom. Why? Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom. So this is the point. That means you have journeyed to a point where they now have to bet you again. So when they now bet you again, you cannot begin to see the kingdom. Many of us, you know, we've heard many kingdom messages. Yeah. <laughs> but we have no clue. <laughs> we have no clue what kingdom is. 
By the time you begin to hear it, you notice they were, t- they were telling us, what, what, what we really learned, kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. When you check it, it all ended here. Why? You manifest God's kingdom on earth. You manifest that kingdom here. Godly kingdom we are. Because we are, we are manifesting the kingdom, kingdom authority. Therefore, I cannot be poor. Because I'm manifesting kingdom authority. Therefore, uh, I, I will have empires. There's something that came to my mind, but I'm not going to say it. Because if I see it, I will offend. I will be offending something. Mm. I'll be offending, offend, but I will not, I'm not going to say it. Mm. But basically, when you are beginning to raise men, mm. eh, and by the time you are finished, you finish raising them, their hope is to establish kingdom here by being governors. You, you've not really raised men. What you've raised is carnal men. Which means you've not even raised them. Because they are carnal before. To raise a man means you have to raise them out of carnality. You can't raise, if you've not raised them out of carnality, you've not raised men. Hmm? Raise men, because God is raising men out of carnality to be spiritually minded. Isn't it? So by the time they raise a soul out of carnality, then you become spiritual. By that time, your hope will be different. The moment, if the hope inside you is still worrying with your end that God is your hope, someone is like, okay, because I'm on it, I still have to. There's, a, there's still a problem somewhere. Mm. The journey is still far. The, which means the hope is not yet clear. Mm. What that means is you've, you've, you are still far from love. Mm. You are far mm. from love. Mm. Because the more you journey towards the throne, the more you begin to comprehend love. Yes, because it's a comprehension. You need to comprehend it. You need to come into the understanding of it. Amen. Because of that, let me quickly read. Now, read that John. Okay, I read John already. And I think I was reading Ephesians, right? So let me quickly finish that part. I, I stopped at uh, chapter, uh, chapter uh, verse 4, chapter 3, verse 4. So whereby ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. And like I have said, this mystery of Christ, actually uh, a dimension of Christ that is talking about Christ's faith, which will end in love, Right? So the mystery of Christ is the, the, is the manner of the love of Christ, right? Which has to come first by the fate of Christ, which is the fate of the Son. Amen? Mm-hmm. So, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men. You see? Which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men. Do you know what this means? It means trace it from Genesis to here. Son of men have not learned this thing. It feels hard to believe, right? Seems harsh. Wow, are you sure? Yes. Because Adam has not learnt it yet. Remember when we were talking about the tree of life? So he has, he has, he has causes. One, a cause is one fruit. Every month. So which means he needed to learn the life of that fruit for the fruit to bear. But in time that fruit is coming out out, what is happening is that love is being revealed. That means you have to learn 12 loves. 
Why? Because every month, faith will be revealed. You need to learn the faith. Learn it. Then, as is learning the faith, the bearing of the fruit is actually dependent on the learning. It is the learning that will cause the, the fruit to board. And then after that, then it will grow fruit. And then you can eat it. Mm-hmm. By the time you are laying, touching it, you can't even touch it at first. If you've not learned it, you can't touch. Because you would, the fruit, you would desire it. Oh. Yeah. I lie. So by the time you've learned the feeling of it, then, you, you, then desire begins to be enacted in the soul. And then that will be causing the fruit to board. Mm-hmm. It then is, is growing. Then after it's grown, then you cannot lay hold on it and eat it. By the time you eat it, that means you fulfill the love for that fruit. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? Mm-hmm. Then another course begins. Mm-hmm. Then you begin to eat and eat until it finishes the course. And eat all the fruit. And finish it. Amen. Amen. So there's a learning that needs to take place. Then I'll continue. Say, in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it, it, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostle and the prophets by the Spirit. Is revealed by what? By the Spirit. The revealer. Eh? The revealer of this thing is the spirit of truth. Is the what? Is the spirit of truth. Because if the spirit of truth is not involved, you can't have access to Christ. Not all believers have access to the spirit of truth. All of them have access to Holy Spirit. Every believer have access to Holy Spirit. But not all believers have access to the spirit of truth. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. By the time you are beginning to come into the spirit of truth, that is when you are actually coming to the end of the baptism of the name of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. So when Holy Spirit is beginning to... The, when you get... When you, when you believed and you are now a child of God... That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit starts. That's why they baptize you with the Holy Ghost. Tongue. That's part of the baptism. It's a baptism. Hmm? Gift of the Spirit. You are baptized with it too. Gift of the Spirit. Different manifestation of the Spirit. You begin to explore the Holy Spirit. When you are exploring the Holy Spirit, all baptism will take place. Why? You notice that some, some people don't even have access to gift or to tongue without being baptized. Right? Which means that a baptism needs to take place. Holy Ghost has his own baptism. Christ has his own baptism. Then God has his own baptism. But they are all baptisms of love. And inside that baptism of love, there is a learning of faith inside each. Amen. So that is why we learn faith towards God first. And that is that faith towards God. It's actually a dealing or the learning of the faith inside the name of the Holy Ghost. So that is why you know, and everything is a prerequisite. Eh? Although the way God works, sometimes they can, they can come and bring something from the most holy and just show you, take it away again. Eh? You can come, you can, as you are journeying, even though you are not fully there yet, 
you notice that some of the things from each, each of those realms, they can bring love and faith from, from Christ's name, bring it to you, even though you are not there. Well, because what they are doing is, as they are ministering it to you, they are calling you. Why? When they bring it to you, is to bring you into it. So that by the time you are hearing, you are hearing the calling. You are hearing the calling. You are hearing the calling. And when you are hearing, when they bring that, is to, t- okay, come, come, come. There's more. See, they did it. So they'll they speak that, give you access into it, and then they'll bring you in. So they begin to minister that to you continuously, over time. And that's why they need to begin to speak Christ, God's love. If they don't speak it to us, we will never gain access to it. And then when you begin, when you notice that your journey is nice, when you begin to see that you are bearing fruit in each of those levels, you notice that you are, that means you are journeying to the end of the love in there. And inside each of those love, there is also manifold. Hey, there is manifold, 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 manifold. You know, manifold is many. Manifolds. What it actually means is many faces. Amen. But let me continue. So which in other ages was not made known. Take note of that word. Was not made what? Known. Unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. So that the Gentiles should be fellow heads and of the same body. I'm, ru- I'm rushing to close soon. And partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Of the same and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. See, when there's when God is speaking, everything, everything is just talking. Because this too also links to what Paul is saying by the gospel. So the way they the way they declare those things is by the gospel. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel, it's the power of God unto salvation, right? To the gift for then is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Right, so the gospel, and when you hear the gospel, that is the, when you hear gospel, then your your ear will be inclined also to the tidings, right? So when they are talking about tidings, it's also gospel. Say, how beautiful upon the how beautiful upon the mountain at the feet of them that bring it good tidings. Hmm? Good tidings. When they say tidings, it means news, right? Good tidings, good news, right? Good news is also gospel, which means when they talk about those gospel, there are different gospels. There's the gospel of Christ and there's the gospel of God. And that's what they call the good, the good tidings of good and also the good, uh, the good tidings first and then the good tidings of good. The good tidings is Christ. The good tidings of good is God. Amen. Why? Because the first gospel will publish peace and the second one will publish salvation. Amen. Those are all gospels of love. Because when you hear salvation, salvation is actually love. Hmm? When you think of salvation, you think of love. Why? The first, when you think of Christ's salvation, Christ has to die. Without love, he can't die to save. Amen. So let me journey further. Said, uh, uh, verse 7 said, Wherefore I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God, given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who I am less than the least of all sin, is this grace given, 
that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men what? See. I should preach among the Gentiles the what? The unsearchable riches of Christ. Why? Without the unsearchable riches of Christ, Carl Tulumi Makarna, without the unsearchable riches of Christ, you can never get to God's love. Why? Because the unsearchable riches of Christ is also a mystery. That means it's actually a gospel of love. Why? Because when you say the unsearchable means you can't find it. Unsearchable doesn't mean you are not searching. It means you are searching but you are not finding it. It's unsearchable. How do you know it's unsearchable? It's because you've tried it. How do you know something is unsearchable if you've not tried searching for it? Ah, I've tried that. That thing is unsearchable, man. You can't find it. It just means you can't find it. What you can't find means it's a mystery. That's why Paul also said earlier that I should put the mystery of Christ. Amen? But let me go further. Said... The unsearchable riches of Christ, verse 9, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery. Well, I must make all men see. I must make all men see. Ah, oh God, Jesus. Now, you know, they began to, as the tongue were going, they began to talk about see, many seers, many seers, many seers. What I was beginning to see in my heart is they are, they are beginning to cause, they are, they are going to begin to initiate many. Into seeing God's love. We are not seeing God's love yet. We are seeing to some degree. We are seeing Christ. But we are not really seeing God's love. This scene is very important. Seeing, there's an, a lot of emphasis on seeing in scriptures. Christ too began to talk about seeing. As, as it pertains to the life contained in the soul. Why? He said, if your eye be single... Eh? Then what happened? Your body is full of light. But if the light that be you be darkness, how great is that darkness? Because what comes into your soul is through your sight. The life that is in your soul can never be higher than the quality of your sight. Can never. Why? Because the quality of your sight depends on the light you see. Every eye eh, can't see without light. So it means it's the light that is shining into the eyes that will determine the quality of light inside. That is why when men begin to see, what happens is they begin to see out of carnality into the spirit. Then when they begin to see into the spirit, what happens? They begin to see the kingdom. See, an eye that is seeing the kingdom is a spiritual eye. Oh, yeah. Means it's a spiritual mind. Yes. You cannot see the kingdom if you are kana. Mm. Yeah, if your hope is all here. Yeah. Every time you hear kingdom message, is here. Yeah. You can't see yeah. the true kingdom. Yeah. Amen. Fit on doing. Time. Time. Phenom. Time. Time. I hear my spirit. Mm. For there is time no longer. Haste it, hasten, hasten men's side. We have to quicken men. We have to quicken for them to begin to see. For there is time no longer. 
there is time no longer for the ministry of iniquity is even prospering further. It is journeying. Men are beginning to journey further into death. As a result, we also have to hasten men's sight. We have to hasten light. The men will begin to learn something higher than that which they are journeying into, which ends in death. We are bringing light. We are bringing light. We are bringing light. Amen. Amen. So therefore, they need to open sight so that men can see. Father Lord. Amen. When sight is being opened, what we begin to see is that the love of man will begin to change. The love level will actually begin to increase towards the kingdom. Without sight, that love can't increase. So what's happening? Heaven will now begin to raise men that will begin to come into sight, that begin to lend sight. Why? So that they can begin to learn the kingdom and begin to desire the kingdom. Why? They now begin to wash, wash sight. Lots of washing will take place. Amen. So they wash sight, right? They'll cleanse the sight so that you can begin to see the kingdom. Amen. Now, then what happens? When you begin to learn that, then you begin to learn knowledge. Now, let me, uh, let me quickly, let me read this. And to make all mercy, what is the fellowship of the mystery which from the beginning of the world had been hid in God? This one is hid where? In God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Said to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church. What? The manifold wisdom of God. The manifold wisdom of God. You see, according to the eternal purpose, which he proposed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. You see, that's what I wanted us to reach. I was rushing there. What is the, called the manifold wisdom. You notice that before he got there, he started with to make all men see. To the internet that is now principalities about in heavenly places might be known by the church. The manifold wisdom of God. Because the manifold wisdom of God is what begins to show you knowledge. It begins to show you what? Knowledge. Let's go to Ephesians 1. I'm almost done. Now, you now notice when you talk about wisdom, you have to talk about knowledge. Right? The manifold wisdom of God. Then let's go to verse 15. So wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the God, uh, the, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Now see why we need revelation. No one can ever comprehend anything God without revelation. There are things we've learned, we've concord, we've... You know, many of us even, we have even read the Bible like textbook and we've got knowledge out of it. That's some kind. But that, one, that one doesn't talk about God. That one doesn't teach God really. Doesn't. Then this one, revelation, is needed to begin to open us up to the knowledge of God. Why? That's why I said in spirit of wisdom, 
Because wisdom is the access into knowledge. Wisdom is the gatherer of knowledge. And, and wisdom grows. There's a wisdom in the holy place. There's also a wisdom in the most holy. There is. How you know? Wisdom is, wisdom is pertaining to light. Right? Which means outside the court, where everybody is, there's a wisdom there. It's depending on the light of the sun and the moon. When they move into the holy, the, 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 the wisdom there is now dependent on the eye of wisdom, which, which is upon the seven golden candlestick. When you are now beginning to journey into the most holy, there's a wisdom that is different there. That wisdom is synonymous to the glory of God. That wisdom is tied to God's glory. That's why in Daniel chapter 12, uh, can someone help me read it quickly? Daniel 12, verse, is it verse 12? Yeah. I don't know why you are, you don't want anybody to now drop you. Eh? 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 I see you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Daniel 12. Just help me read it. Uh, read from verse, verse 12. Is it, does it get to verse 12? Read 7, 6, 6 7. See something else. Why is there nobody reading uh, this thing? And I heard the man quoted a meaning, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven. Ah, okay, wait. Sorry, read from verse 2. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. See, and they that be what? Wise. Shall what? Shine as the brightness of the firmament. They shall shine. They that be wise shall shine. You can't shine without light. Then they shall shine as what? As the brightness of the firmament. I don't know why brightness is always attached. When you talk about brightness, right, you also have to Think about God. Why? Because when, 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 when something is being brightened, it's actually being brightened out of God. Why? That's why Christ is also the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person. Then Christ is also the bright and the morning star. Right? So when you say the brightness of the firmament, when you not talk about firmament, that is not a holy place dimension. That is actually the most holy dimension. Hmm? Because God's throne is built in the firmament. Mm? Psalm 104. Mm. Because of time, I'm not reading it, but he lays his chambers in the waters eh? and his stones upon the firmament. So, what is upon those beings that carry the throne is the firmament. Which is, and when you say firmament, it's actually heaven. Right? Now, so this, this firmament is actually God's dimension. So, he said, They that be wise shall shine as the brightness of of the firmament. So this, if you will be wise, you will shine. Which means if you come into this kind of wisdom, 
you will now shine as the because as the brightness of the firmament because the wisdom will communicate the brightness of yeah. the firmament to you because wisdom is always communicating light mm-hmm. right so wisdom communicates light and light is knowledge so wisdom communicates knowledge amen mm-hmm. so i'm going to read uh, ephesians again let me quickly go back to ephesians chapter chapter 1 so verse Verse uh, 18. So the eyes, and I said, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. So when you begin to know hope of calling, when you begin to know calling, is when your eye is enlightened. Which means there is a hope you will know outside the court that is different from the hope you will know in the holy place. But the time you now begin to learn the wisdom of the firmament, you will know a different hope. But by the time you get there, you are actually learning the last hope. Why? So always faith, hope, and love. Faith, hope, and faith, hope, and love. Faith will begat hope. Yeah? Then hope, it will end, the two will now end you in love. Why? When you are in the holy place, hope of glory, Christ in me. By the time you are in the most holy, it's no longer hope of glory, Christ in you. It is hope of glory, God in you. Why? Because if, if you love me, you will do my commandment. Then I will, I will, I will come and make my... See, now said, if you love me, my father will love you. Then I and my father will now come and make my abode in you. Will come and make what? Our body, you have to tell you that that, that is also a different operation. So there is the Christ that I in you, you in me, and I in the Father. And you will know that I am in the Father. And I in you, and you in me. I am in the Father. I in you, you in me. You need to journey into Christ. There's, there's a way you are in Christ, but Christ is not in you. You journey to Christ. Christ is now in you. But because Christ is now in the Father, you are now, in, you are now grafted into the Father. So that's the technology there. So you can see that the love, and all those learning are learnings of love. You notice what he said, if you, if you love me, you will do my command. If you love me. Mm-hmm. So everything they're actually teaching us is actually love. They are streams of what? Love. love. They are, they are pa- pa- planes of love. Amen. But this is where I'm going to end it. As God will help us. But maybe I'll end it there. We'll see. Amen. He said, and to, to know the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. They, they always talk riches, riches, riches. Of the glory of his inheritance in the saint. Amen. Why? By the, by the time you come into knowledge, what happens, you, you start, you have started journey. You're beginning to see the kingdom. And then you're being born. Then after a while, you get to a point where you now, be, you now enter the kingdom. When you enter the kingdom, that's another battle taking place. Except you are born of the water and of the spirit. You cannot enter. So that is, that's, the, that's where the betting of the water and the spirit begins to take place. Meaning, that water has to be ministered by spirit. Spirit has to be involved in everything. 
It just means that you are learning a new faith. Finish. You are learning a new life. Eh? And to bring it so simple, eh? to bring it what that means in simplicity, you are learning a new love, you are learning a new faith, you are learning a new life. It just means obedience, obeying the faith. As Holy Ghost is instructing you, change. You begin to identify changes. You now begin to walk. Ah, okay. God said, ah, Lord, you say, I want to change. You'll be telling yourself, ah, I want to change. When you know you want to do it, ah, I know I would have done this, but I want to change. So, therefore, I will not do it. It's good, too. It means you are now, you are conscious. Yes, sir. Then you notice that that thing, you now begin, by the time the thing, it will be hard. By the time you you now cut, it cut to your soul. Then what it, you, you are shedding blood. Yes, sir. You are shedding blood. When you when it gets to the point where you are shedding blood, then when you start learning it, you are not shedding blood yet. Mm-hmm. When you get to the point when you begin to shed blood, mm-hmm. it means you are beginning to deny it and it is yes. painful and you know it. Yes, sir. You are facing it head on. Ah! This is painful. I will normally not turn. I want to do what that thing that I will usually do. I want to. I know what I want to do is that. But ah, I can't. Why can't I? Okay, okay, God, I will, I will just obey you. I will know, but that is still paining you. That journey is good. Mm. It's not bad. It means there's pro- a progress is, is, is taking place. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm. That's, that's the simplicity. All this betting by blood. It just means that they will begin to increase your love level. And they begin to increase your commandment. Mm-hmm. Eh? You will begin to increase the demand. For obedience. Amen. So when you not get to the, the learning, mm. and you now get to a point where you now begin to learn, you will now be born. See, you notice the water and the word, spirit, then you now also be born of spirit and blood. That's also a learning in Christ. DNA. That's when you are now getting, that time, you are journeying to the end of Christ. Why? Because they are beginning to put DNA inside you. Mm. The water will wash you. The blood will also wash you. That's what they are for. They will wash you. Water is washing agent. You can wash normally. Blood too is wash. Why? Because inside blood, you have red blood cell and white blood cell. What is the white blood cell doing? Hmm? Scientists, people, are you not scientists? All of you, all of you genetics and everything. What are you people saying? What's white blood cell flow? Protection. Why is everybody now pausing before they answer? What's white blood cell for? You just answered the protection. What's white blood cell for? No, no, slowly. What's white blood cell for? You are the one you are practicing. We are we are, we are all allowed to forget. You are not allowed to forget. Hmm? There's white and then there's the red blood cell. What does the red blood cell do? Ha. Promotes oxygenation. Mm-hmm. Which ends in what? What is it really for? I know you propose something, but what does it now do? I know. Okay, what about immunity? Oh, sorry, white blood cell is immunity. And the red blood cell, what will it do? That's all. Hey, hey. All of us, we need to go back to school. 
for, for everybody that is saying they don't need to go to school, that they, now we all need to go to school. Amen. So white blood cell, white blood cell fights infection, right? Immunity. So that's, that's also a washing. Amen. Right, so there's, there's the immunity part and then there's the multiplication. So when you are joining there, so the, the, the blood will also wash you. Part of it is the immunity. That white, that white is also washing you. That is why you will notice when they say they wash their uh, robe and dipped it in the blood of the lamb and they are made it white. How? Eh? How can you put something red? How to something white in red and it's come out white? How now? They dipped it in blood and it came out clean as white. That what you want. That natural science can never understand that. Because it doesn't make sense. You can't wash something white in blood and it's white. It has to be red. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it? Yes. It has to be red. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's actually the, there's a white property of the blood mm-hmm. that also makes the linen white. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's that. I'll just leave that for now. But that's that. Right? So the blood also has a washing property. It also can now give life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, as it's multiplying the blood, you need blood in your in your yeah. in your in your, in your body stream. You need to you need increase of blood. Amen. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. But let me quickly move forward so that we end the meeting tonight. So the eyes of understanding being enlightened, that he may know what is the hope. You now notice that knowing is what is what is being emphasized here. When the eyes is open, men will know. Amen. Amen. This knowing must end somewhere. It must end in love. Every knowledge you are learning that does not end in love is a problem. Wow. Every knowledge you are learning that stopped at being pumped, because there's no way you can escape it. It will come to you, you just have to overcome it. So there's a knowledge, that's what knowledge pops up. It does. It pops up. But knowledge must end in meekness. So any, any knowledge that does not end in meekness, how you actually measure love is actually you measure meekness. The meekness level. Hmm? So any, any knowledge that does not end in meekness is a problem learned. It's a problem knowledge. Because that one won't end in Christ and yeah. it won't end in God. Yeah. The intent is to end in God, though, yes. but men can twat. Ew. Men, we, we can twat the journey. Mm. It's like we, with our hand, papa, scatter the whole thing. Finish. It's not God, though. It's not God. It's us. And the reason why knowledge actually, not normally, knowledge shouldn't puff. Mm. But the reason why knowledge puffs is, mm. is because of our nature. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Normally, mm. knowledge is what angels are looking at. Mm-hmm. But the reason why knowledge possible is because there is somebody that created something that reacts to knowledge mm. in a way that begins to puff. Mm. Because it came from their property yes. and we ate it. Mm. Lucifer had pump. He had pump. They are pump and pipes. So Lucifer had a property that could potentially puff. 
but it was not it, when it was made. It was not a puffing instrument. It was after it turned that it now became an instrument of pride. Mm. Not that God God didn't create that instrument in him as an instrument of pride. It's also as a result of his falling. Mm. Mm? So, but the reason of his, he has corrupted his wisdom. Mm-hmm. Mm? But the reason of what? Of his beauty. And then what? By the reason of his brightness. Hmm? His beauty. His eyes is lifted because of his beauty. And corrupted his wisdom because of his brightness. Hmm? So Satan had beauty. But it wasn't puff. No, but by the time he began to turn, that thing, those things began to change. So when we too, when Adam now ate the fruit, that property inside that thing. So anytime Adam or or descendant is now exposed to knowledge, they begin to puff. But by the time they deal with that thing, when meekness comes, knowledge will stop puffing. You know, it gets to a point where the knowledge is no longer puffing. It's now meekness. It's now meekness. It's now meekness. That's also a learning of love. So there's a knowledge of love will come to. And as beautiful as that is, there is something better. Amen. Let's quickly open Ephesians chapter 3 again. I will now read verse 17. Let me read from verse 13 actually. So wherefore, I dare that ye faint not at my tribulation for you, which is your glory. For this cause, I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, see, according to his riches, to be what? Strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. This, this, this spirit being strengthened in the inner man is actually starting from the wisdom. Right? Wisdom gave access to knowledge. Then, when you get to knowledge, then you begin to dig into riches, which then gives you strength. Mm. Now, because those things is now established inside you. Amen? Be strength with might by spirit in the inner man. Those are the second level of the, the, the dealing of the, uh, the spirit of God. Right? Seven, right? The first two, knowledge, Wisdom, understanding, then counsel and might. And then counsel means you begin to, counsel is, you know, multitude of counsel means you have multitude of wisdom. What I mean, you have knowledges, mm-hmm. and which you begin to be counseled with. Mm-hmm. And then that you are now strengthened with might. Then what, where will it end? You know, the spirit of the Lord, on wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, then knowledge and the fear of the Lord. So which means the end of the learning of those things is actually love. But it's a kind of love. That love does not pass the holy place. Eh? So he said, of knowledge and in the fear. So you notice that wisdom ends in knowledge. Knowledge now journeys to love. Right? Because when you have gained sight to knowledge and then you come into the fear. The fear of the Lord is not fear. I fear God. It's love. Actually love. Mm. 
Amen. Then there's a reason why I'm explaining that because after this, right? I said that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. <laughs> you notice that he didn't talk about knowledge and fear here. Mm. But this is how they spoke about it: faith and love. Mm. See that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. Mm. Christ can't dwell in your heart by faith mm. if you don't have the knowledge. Then you now begin to deal with the word. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. When the word of Christ has now, which means you've, all those things you are learning through wisdom, the word's coming. You now begin to excavate it. You're dealing with the riches. Because what, for what how riches come is wisdom that needs to give you access to riches. Is that clear? So, it says, the grant is strengthened with might by spirit in the inner man, so that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. <laughs> That's actually the last two. Mm-hmm. Mm? It's still faith and love. Because by the time you end in love, eh, you've actually come into the fear mm-hmm. of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Amen. But anyways, now said, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breath and the length and depth and height. This height is actually love dimensions. They're talking about love dimensions. Love has depth. Love has width. Love has height. Hmm? Then you begin to comprehend it. <laughs> Notice I mentioned earlier, you can never know God's love unless they begin to bring it to you and then you begin to comprehend it. Our problem in now is that we are not grasping. We can't comprehend it. Amen. Now said that Christ, you know, said, uh, that Christ put on your heart by faith, that ye be not and grand love, may be able to comprehend with all saints. <laughs> you comprehend with what? With all saints. Because there are saints learning them. So you now comprehend with all saints. Mm. You must be upon Zion by now. Mm. Amen? So you now comprehend with all saints. What? what is the breadth, the length, depth, and height? And to know the love of Christ. They now know what? The love of Christ. Which what? Which passeth knowledge. <laughs> and to know the knowledge and to know the love of Christ. You notice I say to know, which is the knowledge. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge. It passeth knowledge. So there's a knowledge that pass knowledge. This knowledge is the knowledge, is, is the love of of Christ and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. By the time you are filled with the fullness of God, what have you been filled with? The fullness of love. This is God's love. You, when you are full with God, you must be full with love. You must be full with charity. You notice that what connected is the love of Christ. Because it is it, the love from the most holy extends into the most into the holy place through Christ. So when you begin to learn the love of Christ, after you have learned the love of Christ and learned it, then you now begin to access the fullness of God, which is also love, which is God's love. Amen. Amen. So we see clearly that what, what they are really, really opening our sight to oh. is love. I just I just felt a sense of love comprehension. Why? The thing, once in a while, I, I don't know, there's a, there's a way God just makes me 
it's a sense. It's not really, I can't, ex- I, the way it comes, I can't I really explain it. It's like a well of joy inside. Mm. When you say uh, gladness, like oil, it's like oil of gladness. It's like gladness material inside, but I can't tell it. I can't tell. It's, it's also, it also feels like water. Mm. But, it's, but it's, like, mm. it's like being washed. But mm. I'm like, but I can't, it will just come. And I'm like, ah, what's oh, this? It's like a sweetness, like anointing, but it's not. Mm-hmm. It's a love. Mm-hmm. But I can't comprehend it. And that gets to a point where they begin to interpret that thing to the soul. The soul will begin to understand that love. Everyone will begin to communicate that love to souls. The soul will begin to learn it. Until we can, the moment we can comprehend it, you lay hold on God. And when you lay hold on God, you've come to the end of the journey. You will, you will enter charity. You will know what the love of God is. See, what they've, what they've taught us is actually an impartation. Mm-hmm. It's an impartation in, and a baptism. I know they spoke about baptism, but I didn't talk about it much. But all these things, fanacaria, eh, are all baptisms. What I've taught actually is actually baptisms. There is the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which now push you into the baptism of God. Those baptisms is what teaches you this knowledge we just learned. There's a baptism. When you are being baptized in the name of Christ, is what opens up the dimension of kingdom to you. You begin to see, you begin to learn so that you can enter. And then when you now begin to enter the end of love, then you are now ending in the baptism of the name of the Father. The baptism of their names is actually the baptism of their love. So when they say, by going therefore and teach others, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You notice the way you baptize them is you teach them. Mm-hmm. Hmm? So how they actually baptize, let's read it. You no, know, Sometimes it may be Matthew 28, and that's the last, last, last piece we read. Matthew 28, verse 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He said, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. You see? So go ye therefore and teach. That's how you baptize. All nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. This baptism is the baptism of love. And I believe heaven will begin to open us. Because that side is a side, that side they are beginning to open Hmm? To make us actually sight into love, into Christ's love, which ends in God's love. Hmm? It's God's love they are beginning to make us see, really. Hmm? But we are learning, we begin to comprehend. Heaven, heaven begin to help us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Does anybody have any question? No question. Abi, time has gone. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's just begin to thank God for tonight. Father, we thank you. <clears throat> we give you praise. Praise <laughs> Abasete, eh paragazenti, hesa, elebosete bakasa, eh basata levenosti, hesa, esa, esa, 
Father, we thank you. Let us begin to praise another. Here we begin to quicken our heart, our sight into the love of God. That our sight will begin to, we begin to receive sight into love. Sight into love. Marceliana, Emprasia, Asia. Selona, 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 Selona. Zimbaya Oh, Father, with a grace, grace for sight to be opened, even into love, that will become seers of love, seers of love, that sight of love will be given to each and everyone. Maselento, Umbrayata, Umbrayata, Zentela, Zentelia, Zentolia, Zompaya, Gara, 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 Zelina, Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for tonight. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for the ministration of your love. Father, we say, be the exalted Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, we know that this is love indeed. Because we are not worthy to just hear them. It is by your mercy. For indeed it is a manner, what manner of love that you have bestowed upon us that we would hear your word tonight. Father, I will say thank you. But I will pray that the grace to begin to journey into the impartation of your love tonight, that you begin Amen. to measure to each yes. heart in the name of Amen. Jesus. That each heart will begin to come into comprehensions of your love Amen. in the name of Jesus. That our soul begin to learn and interpret love as we ought in the name of Jesus. But I bring the awareness and the, 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 the interpretation of your love into each of our souls in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayer. We pray that the grace of your love, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, will begin to follow us and to begin to interpret these things into our soul yes. in the name of Jesus. Yes. Father, all that you've deposited in our heart, that we pray for the, the, the breath of the Holy Ghost to begin to quicken these things and begin to enlighten each eye as we journey from here in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because you've answered our prayers. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You dwells between the cherubim shine for you dwells between